what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. Unless things change in the next few weeks, there's coming a darkness upon this country. My friend, it's not a time to be going to sleep. It's not a time to be getting weary and well-doing. And it's a time to draw closer to the Lord. And it's a time to be awake spiritually. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. And how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. have your Bibles this morning, would you turn with me please to the Gospel according to St. Luke. The Gospel according to St. Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, move down if you will to verse 25. Luke chapter 2 and verse 25. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simon. The same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation." 2020 will go down in the record books as one of the most unusual years in recent history. We've seen schools, businesses, and churches shut down because of COVID. We've seen empty shelves. We've seen a lack of toilet paper and no hand sanitizer in the stores. We've heard the reports of thousands of people dying all across this country and around the world. And as we look to the new year, 2021, there's hope in a vaccine for this COVID. I've heard a lot of people say, I'll be glad when 2020 is over with. Well, I wish I could stand here and tell you that 2021 is going to be better because of this vaccine, but it's going to take a while before this vaccine gets out and enough people get it. It's not causing the problems like it is now. And, of course, as you know, since Thanksgiving, there's been an increase in COVID cases, and it's caused a lot of the usual Christmas functions that we normally have, parades and tree lighting, singings, 
things that are normally done to kind of get people in the Christmas spirit, those type of things have been canceled this year. And this morning I realized that perhaps in this congregation today, maybe in the parking lot, somewhere on the other side of this microphone, there are those out there that are hurting today. They're heartbroken. This year there'll be an empty chair at the table. There's a lot of trouble out there. There's some people that are struggling to put food on the table this Christmas, let alone a gift under a tree. And we heard this week the house right up the road just caught fire and burnt completely up. So there's a lot of trouble and heartache out there. This year, Santa Claus will be in a few places, but the kids will not be able to sit in Santa's lap like they've done in years past. Unfortunately, a lot of family gatherings and traditions will be over with this year because COVID is going to set a new precedent for the next year and so on and so forth. And I don't mean to be a killjoy this morning, ladies and gentlemen, but in March of this year when COVID hit, life as we know it changed. But let me tell you this, COVID has changed a lot of things. But it has not changed the true meaning of Christmas. And let me tell you something this morning. You can have a blessed Christmas this year and not have a lot of things that we're going to have to do without this year. And I want to use for a subject preaching a few minutes this morning, having a blessed Christmas. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for his help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I come before your throne of grace today, and I thank you for all of your many blessings of life and life itself. Lord, I thank you this morning for every person that's under the sound of my voice. And Lord, I realize this morning there are many needs. Lord, I only have words. I'm just your servant. Lord, I ask you to hide me behind the cross today and anoint me to rightly divide this word of truth and to bring it before your people. Lord, that there... Needs might be met, their questions might be answered. Lord, that they might be drawn closer to you and blessed this Christmas season. And Lord, we are careful to give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. On the night that Jesus was born, in Luke chapter 2, we read the story how that there were shepherds abiding in the field, keeping their watch over the flock by night. And as they were tending to their duties, the Bible says that an angel appeared to those shepherds, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And the Bible says that they were sore afraid. And let me just stop right there for just a moment and deal with something here. And it is the subject of fear. Fear can be a good thing. There is a healthy fear. And there is some fear that is not healthy for you. And now, I have a fear of heights. And I know better than to get a ladder and climb up on the roof of this church and try to do something up there. 
James Pierce ain't got no business up on the roof of this church. Let me just go ahead and tell you that. I, I, I can't do like I used to do 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I'd go up there and wouldn't think nothing about it. Now, forget it. I have found some limitations. And I know better than to do so. I have a fear of heights now that I did not have 20 years ago. But you know, that fear keeps me safe. That fear is just common sense. That fear does not keep me up all night. And I think you understand what I'm talking about. But, but there is a fear that's bad for you. What kind of fear? There are people right now that are so engrossed in the COVID situation. I talked to a man just this week. Ever since March, he has not gone to church because of COVID. And it won't because the church is shut down. He has a fear of this COVID He'd been sitting there looking at the mainstream media news networks, and they're constantly telling you, don't go to church. Don't go to church. Oh, you can go to Walmart all you want, but don't go to church. And this man was so fearful of what he'd been listening to he won't sleep in at night, and, and that's one thing. But friend, when you're not going to church as you should, that's, that's causing a spiritual deficiency in you. Church is important. And I don't care who says it. I don't care what their political office is. Anybody that says that church is not essential, they don't know what they're talking about. The Lord doesn't agree with that at all. Now, I realize there are some of you that have health issues. And as a precaution, you, you come with a mask on the church and you socially distance yourself. You sit in the parking lot. There ain't a thing wrong with that. But there are some people, you are so worked up over this thing, it worries you night and day. And even when COVID is over with, you, you find yourself washing your hands constantly, you become a germaphobe. And that is not healthy for you. Your, your anxiety level is more than what it ought to be. As a child of God, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us his Holy Spirit which will give us a sound mind. And the angel told those shepherds to fear not. So if you're going to have a blessed Christmas this year, let me encourage you today to examine yourself and examine your fear level. The fear that you are experiencing, is it a healthy fear? Or is it an unhealthy fear? I can't determine that. Only you can. And if you've got an unhealthy fear condition going on in your spirit, you need to go before the Lord and seek his face and ask God to help you with that. Because let me tell you, only Jesus Christ can give you peace in the midst of the COVID storm. All right. The angel said, 
Fear not, for I bring unto you good tidings of great joy. What is that? Good tidings. It's good news. Oh, good grace and mercy. Let me stop right here and deal with this a little bit. Because some of you are not going to have a blessed Christmas because of the news that you're looking at. You see, these shepherds got good news from a very unusual source. See, it, their news source didn't come from CNN. It didn't come from NBC. It didn't come from WRAL out of Raleigh. But their news source came from above. And if you keep watching these liberal news networks, they're lying to you. They're promoting hate and fear. And you as a child of God, you don't need to be watching that filth. It is getting in your spirit and it's causing you problems and you're not going to have a blessed Christmas because of the news that you're watching. Well, Brother James, what kind of news do you watch? You can go to Newsmax. You can go to OAN, Insight with John Rosenstern and Josh Rosenstern. They give good information on things. There are other sources out there that you can listen to and get some good news and get some insight on what's really going on in the country so that you'll know how to go, but not, not go in your bedroom and cry and get all upset, but to go before the Lord and pray about the real issues that are going on in this country. So you need to be informed with news, but you need to write news. Not something that's going to keep your spirit all in an uproar. And as you watch what all's going on around you, Jesus said, watch and pray. As you see what all's going on around you, you go to the Lord in prayer and you say, Lord, there ain't a thing I can do about this, but I'm laying it at your feet. And I'm asking for your anointing. And I'm asking for your help. And I'm asking for your peace to help me through this coronavirus storm this Christmas season. Oh, good gracious, I've already said more than I intended to say. The angel said, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. There are efforts in this country right now to do away with Jesus Christ, statues, stained glass windows, because it promotes white supremacy. Jesus Christ came for every everybody tidings of great joy which shall be to everybody for unto you is born this day in the city of david a savior which is christ the lord luke chapter 2 verse 11 mankind needs a savior because his problem is sin and the wages of sin is death, and eternal hell is in the offing, unless there is a Savior.
And I praise God this morning. I thank God this morning that despite my sinful condition, God looked down upon mankind and he looked beyond our faults and saw our need for a Savior and did not hold back his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, but sent him into this world made of a woman, made under the law for you and I to die on Calvary that we might be saved. He paid our sin debt today. A Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Your Savior, sir, is found in Buddha. Your Savior is not in Joe Biden. Your Savior is not in Donald Trump. Your Savior is not in Allah. But your Savior today is Jesus Christ. And that's it. There is no other Savior. Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. Lying in a manger. On the night Jesus was born, all Mary had to wrap up baby Jesus in was some old rags. The same kind of rags that they used to wrap the dead in. And I want you to get this. The first Christmas gift was wrapped in the very reason that he came. Jesus Christ was wrapped in grave clothes because he came into this world to die for you and I. Now, when these shepherds received a revelation of Christmas, the Bible says in Luke 2 verse 16 that they came with haste. If some of you would come to Jesus as fast as you go to Walmart for them specials on Black Friday. The Lord's dealing with some of you today. Those of you listening by radio, God's dealing with you today. You don't come to God on your terms. You come to God when He's dealing with you and when He's working with you. And as the Holy Spirit fingers around your heart, sir, God is giving you permission to come before Him and repent. And I advise you to do so in haste. You need to do it now. You need to do it now. God is dealing with you and while God is working with you and you need to do it while He's fingering around your heart because you're not promised tomorrow. You say, I'll do it on my deathbed. You're not promised that you'll even be in your right mind when you're on your deathbed. If God's dealing with you today, come in haste and accept Him now before it's everlasting too late. The Bible says that they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. The shepherds were the that Mary and Joseph see baby Jesus. Why? 
They were the only ones awake at night. Unless things change in the next few weeks, there's coming a darkness upon this country like we haven't seen before. And my friend, it's not a time to be going to sleep. It's not a time to be getting weary and well-doing. But it's a time to draw closer to the Lord. And it's a time to be awake spiritually toward the things of God. And God dealt with those shepherds at night. Because they were the only ones awake. And because of them being spiritually awake, having ears to hear what the Spirit is saying, they were able to see something. They were able to get a revelation of Jesus Christ that the rest of the world missed out on. The shepherds, they were the lowest caste of society. Humble line of work. And God wants to reveal things in His Word, but He's only going to do it to those that are awake, number one. Number two, those that are humble. Are you listening to me? So examine yourself today and see if you're humble. According to the word of God, number one. Number two, check yourself to see if you're awake, spiritually speaking. I've often wondered, as the shepherds stood there in front of that barn that night, and they saw... Baby Jesus lying there in that manger. I've often wondered if any of those shepherds asked Mary, Can I hold the baby? How about you, neighbor? Had you been there that night and seen this little baby. It, it's, it's one thing when you have a child of your own and you hold it in your arms, that's one thing. But to see a little baby and it's God's and He's going to die on an old rugged cross for you. If you were there, would you have enough courage to ask Mary and Joseph, can I hold the baby? I'd like to think that if I was one of those shepherds, I'd have been courageous enough and bold enough to ask that question. But there's no record in the Word of God that any of those shepherds, and we don't know how many there were, but there's no record that any of those shepherds 
held the baby. But there's one man that did. And his name was Simeon. Simon, however you want to pronounce it. He was the first one outside of Mary and Joseph that got to hold baby Jesus. And let me tell you, that man had a blessed Christmas. And it was eight days after Jesus was born. It was eight days after Christmas. And that man had a blessed Merry Christmas. Now, I'm not done with this message. But let me get to a point here in closing. Today, you and I, physically speaking, cannot hold baby Jesus in our arms. But you can hold him in your heart. Have you made room for Jesus? On the night Jesus was born, there was an innkeeper that had the greatest opportunity in the world right in front of him. And he had no idea what he was looking at. And there's been a many a negative sermon preached about that innkeeper from then until now. Today, you've been given an opportunity to accept God's Christmas gift. Today, you have an opportunity to have a blessed Christmas. If you haven't accepted Christ as your Savior, today is the day. program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252-299-4234. This program is an outreach ministry of friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, as well depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com, click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. That's right, girls. And now we're having worship service inside the church every Sunday morning at 930. As well, we're also having Bible study and prayer meeting every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. All of these services are being broadcast to the parking lot for those who wish to participate drive-in style. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. 
On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.